So you've uh, you've you've worn the hat again. Oh, that's right. It's it's a watch cap. Because I wasn't sure if it was cold inside for you or not. Since well, it, it is both chilly. And yeah, uh, it's definitely cold in my house. Colder in my basement. Um, but I have so many different ones. I have ones for cold weather. I have ones for medium weather. I just got one for warm weather. So I love them. I mean, as you know, I've got a bunch of them, and I, I wait till they go on sale, and I can get them pretty and... cheap and free shipping. And uh, yeah, so they, uh, yeah, so Oops. I wear it. I wear a ton of them. Yeah, it's better. Sorry about anyway. that. I had an echo going, and I can hear you just fine. Okay, good. All right, so yeah, so thank you uh, everyone for stopping <laughs> in and watching and listening to episode thirty-six of the Cube Nerds podcast. I am Mike and. Joined by Scott R. McKinley, or just Scott or Scotty. Well, yeah, you know, what, what, however you want to put it, Mike. The introduction will be formal, but I won't. I won't say your name <laughs> every time I address you. That sounds. How's good. it going? Going pretty good, actually. Had uh, a lot of stuff going on the last um, uh, week or two since we last talked, mm-hmm. and um, so this 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 episode, I promise not to take it over with. Um, uh, talking on and on and on endlessly about myself and my projects. That's quite and all right. To allow you to get a word in edgewise and sidewise and flash moppy. And uh, so let's uh, have a really good week. I hope you're doing good. Yeah, doing and doing all right. Doing fine. Same yeah. old, same old. Yeah, work is, has been pretty great. Um, a little flooding in my basement after four days of continuous rain. Some areas got six or seven inches around here. Yeah, I just or, I ordered some like super absorbent pads. I got to get some bags of sand. I got to seal up the wall in my what basement. What kind of pads are these? Super, like sham wow. It's like super absorbent oh, okay, water pads. Okay. It's just the way you put it. Uh, sham wow. <laughs> super <laughs> absorbent pads. Yeah. <laughs> whole box full of maxi pads i'm just gonna dump out on the floor in my basement i wasn't going there i thought you meant spongebob's uh, kind of stuff oh patrick <laughs> but um yeah so we'll uh it's yeah. been a lot of rain for up here in new jersey where I we uh, might or might not be as opposed to like fort lauderdale florida or wherever else it's normally flooding well yeah um, that's a little like different mississippi and at least we're not in iowa where they're Fearing an all-time high of the Mississippi cresting. Oh, really? Cresting, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, all that snow that they had up in the mountains, uh, it's coming down now as it's starting to melt. That's the first time I saw a ton of flooding in my basement. It was when I first moved into this house. Uh-uh. And it was snow melting plus rain. And I went downstairs and there was probably about an inch of water in my basement. I was like, are you shitting me? Because plus, I, oh, because we lost power too. So I, had a, I have oh, a sub pump. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was out. And without that, I was hurting. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm lucky that our house doesn't flood. We, we did have water in the house, uh, once or twice when it flooded, uh, rained so hard outside that it was pooling somewhere. Uh, but the main time we had water in was, um, ice sickles underneath the gutters, mm-hmm. somehow finding its way in underneath the, uh, the siding on the house and all oh, that geez. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't have aluminum siding that's wooden, so it, it mm-hmm. worked its way in somehow. Well, and that was cri- a long time ago. Crisis averted now. Lots of clouds, but crisis at least no averted. rain. Yeah. Yeah. And no no tornadoes. 
like yeah, uh, a lot of the countries had. Yep, no but, tornadoes in Jersey. Well, uh, but, a couple of weeks ago, there were some down in central Jersey, but yeah, and I know we get uh, warnings about those, <laughs> and, and my kids start to freak out a little bit. But I'm like, don't worry, well, we don't watches. get tornadoes. Watches means that um, it's an imminent kind of threat or the conditions are right. Warning means uh, that a funnel has been spotted on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, so but. There, that's quite a difference between, um, oh, look, uh, maybe it'll hail as opposed to um, like. Ah! <laughs> yeah, but they don't travel too far. Not with all the peaks and valleys we've got around here. That's true. Our yeah, terrain so. actually makes it harder for it to stay on course, like exactly. um, Kansas or somewhere where Dorothy's been missing for a while. Yeah, exactly. And that little dog, too. Yep. Am I right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> As the current events wet and um, a warm, nice weekend coming up, I think. But, Let's hope so. Yeah. So, yeah. Same old, same old. And, yeah, so uh, this week's topic, which actually wrote an article about, but I couldn't find it because um, the Cube Nerds website is no longer up and running. But I wrote an article once about keeping candy at your desk um, and, and, and the benefits of it. However, it's not it doesn't seem as relevant like my office. So our old office, you'd pass through people's desks to get from one spot to the other. Yes. That doesn't happen. Uh, do you still have a, a window open? Because I'm echoing. Um, Is uh, your home computer just like your work computer, where as soon as you boot it up, there's 50 tabs that open up? This is true, but um, <laughs> this isn't one. Tell you what, let me uh, close everything except for the tab we're in right now. That would be a great idea. And doing so. And so, yeah, so. Because now my office, all yeah, the rows, the only tab lead, all the rows just lead straight to the window. So, um, the so you don't pass through. It's like oh. you don't walk. You don't walk amongst the other desks in the uh, in the office area. Exactly. You just walk past every row to get to where you're going. So the candy option isn't there. But I know because I mean, seeing it firsthand is that. You know, you see somebody's somebody with candy at their desk. Like how many times did you stop and chat and network? And I've seen it happen, you know, with guys. Uh, do you have it on your phone or something? Uh, uh, like I said, I no, my phone's because um, I still hear it. Do you have any? Are, are your, no, are your speakers on too loud? Maybe is that what it's coming from? Uh, the only speakers that are active are in my ears right now. And as far as I know, the um, this isn't. But let me uh, turn this down just in case it's broadcasting out of here instead of the mic. That could be too. Now, can you still hear me okay out of your earbuds? Yeah, see, I'm still hearing it. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing, man. I'll uh, tell you what. Let me switch over to my headphones instead of the earbuds. That's a great idea. Well, because if you go to settings, you can adjust it to what, to what, um, you know, what your speaker is, what your microphone is, to make sure it's the right settings. And no, it should only be coming from, uh, 
the ones I'm using right now. And the only microphone is the one over here. So it shouldn't be picking up anything from uh, the the headphone. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the earbud mic. See, I don't hear uh, an echo just, when you uh, talk. Oh. I just only hear it when I talk. Does that mean it's me? Well, I'll tell you what. Let me put on the headphones, take this off, so that we'll eliminate everything. I also have nothing else running in the background except this one window. All other programs on this computer are closed, except for a JPEG file of links, which I can close. To just uh, say there's nothing else open. So mm -hmm. give me a sec. Sure. Yeah, I don't think that, yeah, all these, we'll get all this audio together one day. <laughs> don't mind those noises. Yeah. <laughs> there we so, go. Yeah, I, I wonder if maybe that's what it is, because I don't hear it anymore. Oh, well, then that took care of it. All right. All right. So I'll refrain from that for future reference. Yes. This or other uh, interviews and podcasts. Because Perfect. that's something I was going to bring up a little bit later is that I've been on a couple of interviews. I know lately, you have. And that um, doing this with you certainly helps me uh, with those other endeavors. Well, that's good. I know. I know you You, you have quite the, uh, I would say, following or fan base. But uh, the Cube Nerds podcast uh, does, does, does well for the Spear Studios. Well, I would say the audio podcast does a lot better. Um, than the Mind Your F and Business podcast. I do I do need to promote more. You do. You really do because you've yeah. really got something here. Uh, like I for made those a... listening to us, this is, uh, who don't know, this is your idea. The whole, um, well, did I come up with the name of it? Maybe I did. Um, but um, Maybe you did. I think uh, you did. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I, re I even yeah. remember uh, how I thought of it. So yeah, yep. never mind. But uh, the the idea of doing this and talking about this particular topic, that was you. Yeah, the first, anything like, to do with getting it done. episodes or me, just me on the drive just, to work just in the you. morning. I, I know. And uh, I listened. They were actually quite good. So I created a YouTube short yesterday. Um, I did it last night, like just before bed. And I woke up and it had 854 views this morning. Holy cow. Yeah, it kind of stopped. So it was just overnight. It wasn't any more really throughout the day. But at least that's something. And the more you do that, the more it, it takes off. Because I was watching and, you know, how to grow and promote. And that's what, you, you know, YouTube just doesn't do it for you. You have to have an Instagram page. You have to have a TikTok page. You got to create YouTube shorts. You got to do Facebook reels and all that other stuff. Yada, yada, yada. That takes, or just, it takes time. Or just keep and, working on it. And it does take time. It does take I time. Have, you got to um, promote. An old friend who has a YouTube channel that's, uh, which I could talk about later. I, I don't want to interrupt and distract like I. I know I'm I'm digressing as well. I think that's something that, that works. Actually, good for no, our you're podcast. on point. <laughs> well, say so I think that works good for our podcast too. Is that we kind of keep it relevant and keep it. We have topics that we cover. Yes, um, and I think and that's we're good. We have better a smaller. We had. Yeah, we have a small little niche market that we're covering here as far as you know cube workers and shit like that and office workers and i think that might appeal to some folks so yeah yeah candy love so. candy who doesn't um it, it's well it, it serves two um uh things when you have candy at your desk at work first it sends a hello 
I don't mind um, other people coming here unless you think I'm actually going to eat all of this myself. In which case, what kind of opinion do you have of me? But that doesn't normally happen. It's just a way of saying like, hey, if you're passing by and you happen to say hi, maybe you might like to partake of something that's a little, um, shall we say, uh, you know, a guilty pleasure kind of thing. It's amazing most, how most candies can be a guilty pleasure. Oh, now, yeah. if if somebody puts out those old fashioned swirl candies, it it just sends up a help sort of signal of sort of like help me. Are you talking like those I... mint those mint yeah, candies? Yeah. yeah, like you get like at a, at the diner on your way I, out. I've seen people put them. Yes, exactly like that. No. I've seen them at people's desk. I'm like, you gonna seat people uh, over on the other side of your aisle? I forget or... who it was who had Hershey Kisses, <laughs> and it was like, God, now I'm eating like ten Hershey Kisses a day because yes, I'm just walking dangerous. past this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's amazing and... how something so small can have so much more behind it. Because I mean, like, like I had literally seen my it. way around the room of like which stops I was gonna make. Before, <laughs> yeah, yep. Oh, it's hot. It's got to go down. Got all their just throw over an implementation candy. because so and so has a basket. Got to see if they've refreshed that. Maybe should put in some more. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> but I'd seen it where, like, you know, the the director would walk past and stop and bullshit with the with the guy for a little bit because he stopped with his candy, and then you know they're talking about basketball or whatever, and and it's like, yeah. oh, look at that! They did that little deal that stopped somebody in their tracks. You know, or like like the finance director, I forget the other guy and what what he did, but uh, yeah, it, you know, in, yeah, inexpensive gimmick mm-hmm. of sort of an excuse to like, hey, if you feel like being social or even looking social, um, it's better than just ignoring your coworker. Yeah, and it's like or, a little or somebody ne- who works for you, yeah, like a little networking tool, and you don't even have to do anything. Let that. It's like letting them come to you. Yeah. Hmm. But again, yeah, but and, and I don't know how relevant it is with different office layouts. Again, with our last office, I mean, that's exactly how it was. Um, I mean, I'm sure I could do it with my office now, but I don't, and it would just kind of work in my little localized area. Now, what I do, like, I had like this jar of peanut MMs. Bert will tell you, I housed it. He'd hear me open the jar when he's sitting, it was when he was sitting next to me, he'd hear me open the jar and just give me a look. Because I'd tell him, like, man, yell at me. When you hear me go into this thing, yell at me to eat this. Because it probably took me a week to finish a giant jar of peanut M&M's. I wasn't sharing those. Those were all mine. Oh, dear. Yeah. Because that's. I got to say that, that peanut it detracts from the M&M. It really See, does. I think that was a mistake. Why am I like the only person in the world who likes peanut M&M's? Because my it kids, was a mistake. That's why. My kids, my wife, I love peanut M&M's. I like them so much more than regular M&Ms because they give you more than just the chocolate. Well, that's true. They are bigger and they will yeah. last longer if you eat them and they will last longer because no one else will touch them. So that's you have crazy more left over. But that's like um, eating uh, little tiny, I don't know, sardines or something at your desk because, yeah, nobody's going to bother you. Nobody's going to take any. Therefore, if you wanted to keep more, you know, oh, that's one way to do it. That's so absurd. What a, what a drastic comparison. Sardines to peanut M&M's? I don't think so. <laughs> peanut M&M's are, are way different. And well, well I'm, I'm just thinking of that guy from long ago when you first started who had beets in his overhead uh, cupboard. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's sort of like. You want to talk like, about Are that you going shopping guy. or something? It's uh, like, 
I remember these the one weren't dude. even like easy open beat cans. They were sort of like the uh, anybody got a can opener? Can yeah. uh, can goods stored in his top shelf. He looked like fucking Gimli from uh, from the Lord <laughs> of the Rings if he was ten thousand years old. And I remember the one dude we worked with. He wore those satin shirts uh, that were like bright and fruity colored. He was like, like bro, he's got the beats all in his beard and everything. <laughs> oh, that guy's that guy's just foul. And since if you've been in the game longer than we have and you've seen so much shit, that's a story because didn't he go to jail for child pornography? Yes, he did. Jesus Christ. Or at least I don't know about the jail time. I know that he was arrested for it. Yes, he was. Um a, a news article was shared with certain members of the team. That's right. After the person had gone on leave. Yeah, because also too well, I mean, one he was doing it on his work computer, I'm pretty sure that's how he got busted. Um, but also wasn't he I don't think so, but wasn't uh, there some deal he was like having a heart attack and he didn't want them to call anybody, but they had to call somebody because they had to report it. And that's how he, he ended up getting in trouble or something, too. He didn't want the attention um, and the expense, probably, of um, uh, an ambulance showing up. I guess. I was walking um, But um, well, that's more information than I think we really want to go into about this kind of thing. Well, we're not going um, to, We're not naming any names here. No, I mean, we're not. De- we're not. He's dead, too. Didn't he die? I don't know that he did. Yeah. It shame. was less than 20 years ago. So, um, yeah, uh, well, it's, I don't know. You know, so I, I would say rather than, um, uh, discussing those parts of the details, I would just say the, the person in question did have some sort of an arrhythmia attack of, uh, an irregular heartbeat kind of thing was very flustered. I was the person in charge that night. Because there was no manager on hand. And I pointed out that our previous employer had an internal system where if you dialed a certain phone number, somebody in the building at all times was designated to be a medical uh, attendant of some kind. In other words, they'd taken a course in CPR, for instance. Mm Mm-hmm. So for an in-building medical emergency, you could dial a quick number who could be present quickly for a real emergency or advise. I remember and we we were waiting outside. That person hadn't known about that. So I pointed that on every single telephone in every single cube, there was a big sticker on the top of the receiver that said, medical emergency, call 5555. Five, five, five. Yeah. And we were waiting most outside. of the people hadn't realized that. And I'm like, the one know, dude was like, what would, what would you do if you just went in there and they were like, clear, try to bring them back to life. A lot of good um, um, offices actually have that where you have CPR equipment on yeah. the floor and in a certain station. Oh, see, I they went aren't on... that hard to use. Yeah, you do need to be certified. Right. You do need to be shown what you're doing. So not all of the comments are coming in, but I went to the Facebook chat and I see, I think because our internet, I, I'm pretty sure the whole world's internet has been sucking so far this year because my internet has been garbage. However, Pat has chimed in. Yes. Yeah. Pat has chimed in. I prefer peanut M&Ms any day. So boom. Oh, uh, I didn't see that message. I see yep. a different one. I don't see that message either. Any M&M is my preference. Yep, exactly. That's Melanie. Said, any is M&M's probably is the right answer. Preference. 
Uh, yes. My wife is a person. huge fan of uh, peanut M&Ms. Not, no, not peanut, but peanut butter M&Ms. I've tried very much enjoys. And um, it basically just, you know, that's something that reminds you of a Reese's peanut butter cup, but fails. That's what it's like. I don't even know if it goes that far because that's a that's a big difference there. You can't compare those two. But you always want to because the whole idea of putting anything with peanut butter into a candy situation always harkens to the king, Reese's. There is but no that's, better but, there but is exactly. no better peanut butter cup god than Reese's. Well, that's why there's nobody except, else in the game. Except dark chocolate was, did enter in as a game changer. Oh, absolutely. Dark dark chocolate Reese's you're talking about? Yes. And Absolutely. dark chocolate um, peanut butter cups from, uh, do we want to use brand names on here? I mean, we're not going to get in trouble, I would think. I don't think so. so. Uh, Trader I Joe's. Think, Trader Joe's okay. have their own dark chocolate peanut butter cups that are. They do? Tasty. Yeah. They're pretty Because they don't make dark chocolate Reese's anymore. I'm going to have to go find me some of those. They do still make them there. All right. uh, obviously, with Trader Joe's, you have to worry about whether it's in stock or not, since they have an unusual way of putting something out that gets you really interested in it, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's either seasonal or it got so popular that they didn't make enough of it or order enough. But that's half the fun of going shopping there, is trying hmm. to find things. It's not an overwhelmingly large store so that you're like lost in it. You know, I go into our shop right and I get like, yeah. Uh, I could spend hours there. <laughs> yeah. See, I have a so tradition. Why my, my job, wife normally goes shopping there? She, she also knows that I'll just buy things if we need them, and that's not how you're supposed to go shopping. You're supposed to go shopping with coupons and uh, deals in your mind, and you're supposed to know how much it should cost and not much how it does. And she'll know I'll just like, you know, I'd really like that particular uh, soup. I think I'll go buy it. She's like, ah, it's it's expensive because it's you know chunky or some really good uh, uh, soup that's probably not as good for you as it should be. But ah. So I just commented in the chat right now because folks on Facebook if you haven't signed up on StreamYard I can't ah. see your name um, when you post. Um, like Pat just went back over to uh, YouTube and now I can see his name. But if you go on Facebook um, and I posted at the YouTube, I don't know why it doesn't post to Facebook. Um, that's unusual. Yeah. Uh, it's weird, but I have the chat here, so I can I can see as well. Um, okay, yeah. So we, we again we backpedaled a little bit. Yes, um, yes. But we were but yeah. well. We're we're still talking about candies at your desk. It's just that I digressed over into the delicious field of peanut butter cups. And besides that one exception, you know, all of the other ones are just sort of like. <laughs> see, but I don't I don't think the peanut peanut butter M M&M and M tries to compete with the Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, I almost does. get more it, of a taste. It wants to be. You know, I, I, at the no. M&M company, we're like, today we crack it. Today. Today's the day. Today. I don't do get it. that vibe at all because they're not even close. Today the M&M's we, with the thin we go over the shell. top of the trenches and we storm the German uh, Bastoner. I'm sorry. That's World War I. Uh, but um, you, you get the point of uh, that's what they want. You're like, oh, it's not really in competition. Trust me, it is. I, I, I don't I don't think so. I don't get that vibe at all because I, I, I feel like it doesn't taste anything like a peanut butter cup. You have the candy shell. It almost tastes more chocolate than peanut butter while the Reese's peanut butter cup, the, the peanut butter almost overpowers the chocolate a little bit. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're just very different candies to me. It, it walks a fine line. Did you ever try However, to make your own at Easter time? Peanut butter cups? No, my wife's aunt actually does. Um, and they're very good. However, they're a little too much chocolate compared to um a little too much chocolate compared to the peanut butter, but they're good. It depends how you did it. I mean, well, my sister, Lisa, who's not listening, but uh, who's uh, came up with this with me when we were both kids, you get the hollow plastic bunny chocolate, right? For Easter. Mm-hmm. And then you grab that bar, uh, that jar of uh, Skippy or Jif out of the cupboard. And then you just start dunking. Wow. That and sounds like a fantastic idea. You just start mixing and matching just to see like, oh, it's, it's too much chocolate. No, no, no. This one has just enough. And that's the only time you're glad you don't have a solid milk chocolate bunny because that's impossible to bite and you can't possibly combine it with uh, peanut butter. You have to chip away at it for months. Oh, I know. And you're like, why did I expect to like this? Because <laughs> yeah. you always felt cheated every time you got a hollow one. Like, it's hollow. <laughs> So Pat, Pat mentioned, cause uh, this office was one that I thought was perfect too. Um, Waterview, yes, that which, was the nicest office I ever worked in. It really was Waterview, um, which could be anywhere, um, had candy in many cubes, quite the variety, especially in the training area. That office true. really didn't have any kind of direct layout to it. You had some yeah. cubes going this way, some cubes going that way, big open area, but shelves and another cubes going that way. So that was a kind of a, a good office for navigating around. It was. And yeah, you see somebody had some candy. Oh, let me stop in here. Let me grab some. And then uh, well, you, chat, you see, see some people now. on the way. Um, I've seen the newer layouts in some of the other offices. And the way they're laid out now, it's basically just a flat table, almost like you'd play ping pong on, except that there's a little riser, almost sort of yeah. like a uh, visible net that separates you from your neighbors. And, you know, it's kind of sad uh looking i went at it, to it's very little private space yeah i went to an office like that the other day and they had one of those tables in the middle and then also the cubicles like they were little half desks and the walls are glass so like if someone is sitting on the other side of you you're just staring right at them <laughs> not not a fan <laughs> some people are like i like those desks because it's a little more open like no i like my privacy I like my cube to be my own little world. Yes. And uh, it lets me focus sometimes. When I was on the phone and did uh, customer service, if I was in a mood or if I didn't want to be distracted and I had a feeling that the phone call would go south if I couldn't focus, I wanted an area where I could just face a wall into a corner and not be distracted by people moving by me if I needed to. Mm Mm-hmm. Just and I would even, you know, close my eyes and just right click on this, left click on that. What does it say? Very, very carefully, very slowly for somebody. What? What do you want me to do? Oh, it's not working. I'm missing punches. You know, just calm down, calm down, relax, relax. Be very precise. Let me just focus on what's going on. And every once in a while, you know, ding, little bell goes off in my head or something. And when you I got enough privacy call, at that particular one, not to have everybody like, are you busy? You know, oh, what's you know and, and, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I'm sorry. You startled me. You didn't actually scare me. <laughs> when I took my first call, like I was sitting with somebody and shadowing someone and it was my turn to take a call. 
I just said, Hey, can, can I, is it all right if I go over to my cube and do it? And then I, you know, that way I was just more comfortable at my desk and I never mm. took another call outside of my cube again. And again, I have everything at my desk. I have mouthwash and, and hand sanitizer and Febreze and desk cleaner and aspirin and yeah so many about ten thousand different toys and gimmicks at my desk like my desk is is my space i got snacks in the drawers my whole life is at my desk you know i have phone chargers headset charger everything i don't need to bring anything to the office because i'm totally prepared with everything there spider-man figures yes pat uh well now i have a, a large collection of funko pop figures um that are there now uh, i just on a side note, if I might digress, have they jumped the shark yet with a Funko Pop? No. I mean, I mean, they have an army of them now. How, yeah. how many are there? There's like 35,000. They yeah. outnumber the people in the office now. I think you can people, have a Funko Pop for your pet. People are sick of them because they're everywhere. And they all look alike. Yes. However. You know, it, it's, it's almost like, how close can I have it looking like the person it's supposed to be, but not really? So, however, but however, they make everyone. That's the cool thing about it. They make I everyone. don't have one. You don't have any. Well, I meant I don't have one of me. Oh, okay. All right. And no, I, I every everybody every pop culture character. Let's say they have Mortal Kombat. They have the Golden Girls. They have like I have um, a bunch of Marvel ones because I went with the unmasked. That's what I, I collect, the unmasked ones. And folks, I didn't know about the Golden Girls one, but Mike did. Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of the Golden Girls because I haven't watched it. I feel like there is absolutely nothing wrong if you are a grown man that likes the Golden Girls. I would agree with that. Because it is there so very, popular. very funny people who made that show and who acted in that show. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Um. So Melanie said, a New York City Innovation Lab just had candy dispensers. Any candy you can think of in the common area. I never thought about it this way, but I guess it eliminates the candy desk for better or worse. Well, what is a candy dispenser? I'm thinking, like, does she mean there's a row of Pez? No, I think uh, it's like... Or, like a, or uh, is this free or is this like a... Uh, you know, a machine where you put money in. And see, I so feel like, yeah, candy, but it's going to cost you more than it costs to make, uh, or more than, you know, or more than yeah. what you want to spend on candy just has candy dispensers in the common area. So yeah. So is that, is it vending machines or is it free vending machines? I mean, that's what I, that's I picture it. Yes. Um, now if rows it is free, rows, then it's wow. um, odd. So she said rows and rows of free candy. Oh, Wow. See that me. I haven't been receiving any in my mailbox, Melanie. <laughs> just 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 putting it out there. See that to me sounds I'm like yeah, book. you're you're eliminating the common and the networking idea and just stuffing yes. your face with free candy. <laughs> which is bad. If it's bad at for least, the company, yeah. good for PR, maybe. At least Although... you're getting something out of, you know, if it's at somebody's desk. If there's just free candy there to take, phew, I mean, at least yeah, I guess and you also have to get define like well, what kind of candy. It. This is not enough data for us to analyze. Remember Chips. when I was writing pieces uh, for uh, when we started uh, Cube Nerds, and I wanted to do a piece on snacks in the office. 
I researched it. I read two books and I took photographs of all the vending machines at our particular location at the time. And I was going to look up all the different factoids about each and every single candy bar that was in those machines and all the non-candy ones. And then we were going to argue the pluses and minuses. But we were both in an uproar of moving uh, at that point, changing jobs and things. So that never came to be. But I still have the photographs. Wow. I know the, the food fight. Food fight. Part two is our most popular episode, <laughs> our most popular podcast episode by far, which is wild. I don't know why that is, but that's interesting to me. Well, I, um, I, I've i been riffing on it for so long that I some of the stuff has become bits now. And I don't know if I even agree with them any longer. It's just that that happens to strike me as funny. And when I say them, I'm surprised that people who get upset discussing food, like mm-hmm. I've actually hurt them in some way. Because they had faith that sunships were more than just, you know, sad little pieces of cardboard that had just been left out in the rain. Um, and I, I got yeah. some there uh, hate go. in a voiceover group recently for discussing um, pancakes as being the white trash of the breakfast kingdom. But uh, man, is is. your fucking takes on food <laughs> drive me nuts because everything is a hot take. Did you say, first of all, we lost connection for a little bit. So you're just whole rant you went on right there. We missed all of it. However, when you came back, did you just say that the pancakes are the garbage of breakfast food? I said they're the white trash of breakfast food. They want to be there. They want to be a player with the big boys. They they sort of want to be, well, you know, they're they're stuck with the, oh the three musketeer bar and the Milky Way of sort of the, um, well, you know, these, the, you know. Uh, these are wannabe people. We'll we'll let them play, but we already know that Snickers already won. But uh, I agree that Snickers won. To... I do yeah. like Milky Ways. Long though. ago. Um, no, no, you don't. However, and, uh, again, I would ask you, what is the oh, definition of the word nougat? I think you just pissed off Pat. Um, there you go, and it's just talking about food. So, what does Pat say? Um... <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. So, so you see, like, like pancakes want to hang out with the big boys. Pancakes are the big boys. You think breakfast? You think pancakes? Well, you you think of well, eggs. I, it's and good for the people who sell them because you think it takes you. It costs what, like a nickel to make like twenty thousand of them. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe exaggerate. Maybe like twenty. A nickel to that's twenty, I mean, pan- and you charge people five dollars a pancake. Okay, that's are, got the largest, um, like, uh, I just ripped you off revenue. They are very common. They're a very common go-to food in low-income houses. Well, and I, I know don't that. blame that. I'm just saying that the taste isn't very good. One of the reasons you can tell is because you can't eat them by themselves. You have to pour goo on top of it See, in order to mask the flavor of nothingness. Then you're eating the wrong fucking pancakes, man. <laughs> What are you, are you, what are you, are you just eating instant pancakes? Like, is that it? Just add water? No, no, no. I've had pancakes from, well, I, do I hop pancakes count as pancakes? Yeah. I, well, then I I've had I hop ones and they're, they're just as bad because if you don't put the glop on them, if you don't put the glop, how do they taste? They taste like dry, don't they? Some, they taste some like, of them, some don't. My my mother made pancakes when we went camping about two weeks ago. My mother made pancakes in a camper on the stove and no on the griddle outside that hangs outside this camper, 
and they were delicious. They were crispy on the outside. They had a well, taste to them. I, I put syrup on them because why down. wouldn't you? I can't put that down because first of all, you've got your mother made it, so all automatically that gets a pass. Anytime your mom <laughs> makes you something, that's a pass. Done. And I'm sure your mother was a good cook. Um, oh, <laughs> it was like, why are you muting? Like, ah, her, her <laughs> cooking wasn't good. Plus, now you you've got it with an association with something fun. Like uh, that was a joke. I muted and then fuck? flipped oh. out. <laughs> okay. Something fun like camping. So and, and you've got the wood smoke smell to the pancake. All right, never mind. You're looking. You're looking way too far into this. Um, because they're well, still good I just anyway. meant that's a really great. I don't care way. if I was in my kitchen. If you're gonna eat a pancake, that's how you do it. Okay, so now what about a, like, a better way to eat a pancake? Where does a waffle stand? Waffles are great. Do you if eat a you waffle without s- syrup on it? Yes, and Get I never put syrup on my waffles. What? I will put butter on them, but I never put syrup because it doesn't need it. It's the same. It should thing. already have a little bit of sweetness to it. It's the same thing, except the shape is different. It tastes different, and it tastes better. And you've got texture going for you. Pancake, you have one texture, which is basically SpongeBob. And that's it. That's your texture. It's just dry, and it's sort of like mealy. Whereas toast is a three-dimensional texture. It's crunchy, and then it's soft. It's almost like the description. By the way, if you've ever thought about like an English muffin, what what the heck is with the nooks and the crannies? Whoever that ad agency was, that guy who came up with nooks and crannies, I hope he got retired on that because that was worth every penny of it. Could anybody here tell me what a cranny is? What's yeah, a cranny? It's, it's nook, you know. Little... Nook is the small little alcove kind of thing. What is a cranny? You don't know. He made up the word and put it together with nook, and the guy is a billionaire, or at least probably should be. Something like that. Probably. English muffins are good. My right? my friend's mother, yes. when we'd sleep over his house, my friend's mother used to make us a giant plate of English muffins for breakfast. Some oh. with butter, some with strawberry jelly, some with oh. grape jelly. Excellent. And yeah, Excellent. chocolate chips on waffles. I don't even waffles. like jelly all that much. I don't hate it. Jelly's fine. Jelly's fine. I'm not going after jelly lovers. That's okay. See, my, my wife and uh, kids are addicted to chocolate chips and their pancakes. Um, Obviously, yeah, if you're putting chocolate Well, yes, chips you had pancakes, somebody evil go in there. Almost like a drug pusher, and like, hey, let's put some chocolate in this. It's it's like the Nutella people. See, I'm you know, not overly that, nuts that about um, it. band of um, like mafiosi who have like the Nutella crowd. Hey, hey, you want some chocolate? Here's some chocolate for you. You know what Nutella's I mean? Just a little do me much. a favor. Uh, I'll do you a favor. Here's the Nutella. You know. And obviously, yeah, if you're putting chocolate chips in a pancake, you don't want to put syrup too. That's just way too much sugar for you. How about this now? <laughs> well, then let's put whipped cream on top. Next thing you know is there's your IHOP pancake. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, see, that's why I, like, so I don't like chocolate chips. It's, it's like it's like using the excuse of a granola bar to say, "Hey, it's a healthy food." And uh, do you remember the um? Oh, what were the name of those uh, candy bars? The uh, or they weren't supposed not the kind bars, which are very close to candy bars, but the um. It's not a s'more. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. It was basically like a candy bar with a little bit of granola in it. And you're supposed to, oh, it's healthy for you. So, um, I, I, you know, I, I, I can eat this for breakfast. You know, it's an energy bar. <laughs> it's um, like saying the, uh, oh, never mind. I'm getting uh, carried away with myself. Yeah, I know. I, I want to mention this. And then we're way off track here. Because um, yeah, we have to go back to candy. So I forget where I saw it. 
I think online or maybe in one of my kids' highlights magazines. I make for them, for my kids for breakfast, it's called banana sushi. I've been to Uncle Bill's in Cape May. Oh, uh, banana, banana, hold, uh, did you just say banana sushi? Banana sushi. And I'm hoping you're not talking about the raw fish sushi sushi? No, that's why I said it's called banana sushi. Okay, well, I, I you could put bananas in with raw fish if uh, yeah, kids no. are demented and evil <laughs> enough. Or so you take you a banana, you take a banana, you coat it in peanut butter, roll it in. See, I like walnuts. My kids like granola. Roll it in granola, roll it in mini chocolate chips, and then cut it into slices. And then they eat it. They actually, eat it with chopsticks. And they love it. <laughs> Well, who wouldn't love it? It's pure sugar. What do you call it, Elvis? <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let my granola's not bad. They're getting a banana for breakfast. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. so what? Well, I guess so. There's some chocolate chips on it. The fucking things that oh, coated in chocolate oh, chips. Burning love over there. Oh, oh, sorry, yes, chips. I heard you. Yeah. Um. All right. So candy. Um. Yes. Candy. We were talking yeah. about candy before, I think, Mike, and we were talking about people stopping off and borrowing some just to be able to chat with you and sort of network. Um, Please continue. So, um, I was going to show you the kind of candies that I eat now. So at my desk right now, I have uh, these icebreaker sours. You can get these at most convenience stores. They're they're pretty well, small, and these, if I'm not mistaken, are sugar free. Okay, so here's something I'll go to since you have those. Um, and we talked about M and M's earlier. I, I wouldn't just eat these, by the way. You, your tongue will hate you if you do. Well, that's true. You can't it, pop a bunch of those like crazy. Better. Yeah. Um. So, okay, if you, I guess maybe. Let's say pre-COVID, would you leave just a bowl of M&Ms or a bowl of hand candies out for somebody to grab? Um, You know, uh, that's a good question. I don't think I've ever put out myself M&Ms loose. Yeah, I don't think that's As opposed that's to having it separately packaged. That doesn't sound like the healthiest way to be able to serve snacks to a coworker. Even yeah, even post or even pre-pandemic, you yeah. Even pre-pandemic, I don't think I've ever ever seen anybody just have loose chocolate that wasn't wrapped or loose yeah. candies that weren't contained in some sort of a tube or a little bag. Okay, that's just um, what yeah, that's what I wanted to kind of confirm here. Hmm. Yep. You have see now that's the thing too, and I mean I. To be honest, I haven't been to a bar in a while, but Pat mentions you'd have peanuts or pretzels at a bar. I know a big, actually, a, a, a new common one at a bar was popcorn. Yeah. Same yeah. deal. You go in and, you, you know, you grab your, you grab it. You don't think anything of it. Well, normally they give you your own um, or they'll the give it to your table. But um, they don't do that now. Not at the bar. Man. Well, I, I don't remember do. having people. I don't know like, what hey, to do can now. I have a, can I have a thing of popcorn? I, I, I wouldn't trust myself to really want to eat out of a bowl that other people have been noshing at at the bar um i know that it was a thing in the past to have nuts out on a bar that was a common thing but i would only share that kind of a thing with the group that i was personally with 
as opposed to um, the guy rubbing his nose down to the other end of the bar who's been there too long, who's uh, hitting on some poor, um, you know, uh, girl lady uh, at, next to him or something. And that, that sounds, you know, skivvy or skivvy. So sounds doesn't sound like a good spot to be in, though. Well, I'm not going to go there. Just elaborate and go <clears throat> on and on so much. Elaborate. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I again. Yeah. So. So, yes, yeah. I, I I don't think that's especially post COVID. I don't think that's a good idea. By the way, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, you don't have to mask any longer if you go into uh, doctor's offices. It's now optional. Yeah where we are i have heard that and at quest labs um and at um it's the other place LabCorp, i think uh you don't have to wear masks there either so okay as of like That's this good. month or something yeah and um, i think they they just pushed because i april. i have to travel to las vegas you in about, th- <gasps> in about three weeks you really yes Schwa? why yes is this a business kind of thing it is or a business is this trip. Pleasure? Yeah, at a business trip for a conference. I have to go all week. I have to be there Monday night and I don't oh, leave until I'm Friday so morning. Sad. Yeah, it kind of it's it's crazy. Um to be gone that long, you know, and in Vegas. And of course that's when my wife has a bunch of tests that have to be done and stuff like that. That's just always no. how it goes. Um I was being facetious, but yeah, that's yeah, that that's, isn't very convenient. Um, um where the hell was I going with this now? Oh, for you if you want them, but uh, it just came out that you don't have to uh, wear a mask when you're flying or something like that, or you don't have to provide proof of vaccination if you're a resident of the United States or something like that. So I, I think it's been a while since you've had to show I, that. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe it's just for and you, and you haven't travelers. had to mask for quite a while. I haven't um, traveled in quite a while, so I, I'm not aware. I don't know. Yeah. No, I I didn't travel last year, so I'm not quite sure. But two years ago, that was the case where you did. So yeah. <sighs> so we'll anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I brought that up, but um, uh, <laughs> I yeah. So, but anyway, you are going to Vegas, and yeah. uh, if you need tips, maybe we could talk about vacationing for or not business trips. Maybe our next uh, podcast subject. That's a good idea. Have you been on a lot of business trips? Because I've the only ones that I've been on are the same. This are this trip, but I went on it twice before in my other group. Now I'm now it's completely different in my current role, but it's the same conference. But I never had to. I never traveled at all with the other company or anything. So, well, uh, but you did but a little. Yeah, bit. we we can do that maybe next uh, week. Sure. Uh, if there's next week, we'll talk. We'll talk. What do you have trips. to leave, by the way? So, um, when do I leave? What for the trip? Yes, uh, the twenty third. Oh, okay. So not for a, a couple of weeks. Yeah, no, we got uh, we got so two more. Before you leave, we'll discuss business trips. I'll give you some tips, and maybe we can even get some tips from some of our listeners. Maybe because I know that we've got at least a couple of fairly well traveled people here. One of whom has traveled with me. Aha! Uh-huh. So. They can we tell you will. which of my we'll tips discuss. are crap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll discuss which that next week. Which ones might be worth listening to. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, the key thing here is networking, networking, networking. That's what it's all about. You're being friendly. You're networking. And about the candies. These are Werther's. Werther's. Another candy I have at my desk. Uh, These are sugar-free. Dude, you're killing me. What? How can you badmouth anything? And then you have Werther's at your desk? Sugar-free Werther's at your desk? What 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 leg do you have to stand on to badmouth the Milky Way? Oh, because they suck. Uh, compared I mean, that to was a pretty easy. Well, first of all, if 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 you don't want to eat a giant candy bar every twenty minutes, if you are jonesing for something just to do while you're not eating, or um, you know, uh, well, they do make bite-sized nice, Milky uh, Way coffee. candies you can just pop in your mouth real quick. If you want to settle for a Milky Way, sure, I guess. I like Milky Ways. I'm so sad. And you know uh, what? Just like, again, the one word. And I like three. And I like three Musketeers. I don't know. It's gooey shit they put in candy bars. That's. Uh, I I think one of the main ingredients is something called water. Okay. Like Hydro- um, hydrodium phosphate and whatever the hell else is probably in there that makes. Did you ever have really inexpensive butter called whipped butter? Yeah. School. And all it is is butter with water in it. Okay. It doesn't taste like anything. It doesn't melt. (laughs) No. And and nougat is sort of like um, a sugary thing that's a good filling when you want a candy bar to look thicker because you don't have much chocolate in it. And it tastes delicious. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> you know, I I, I, I really you ever want... have one of those guns where you shoot like uh, that stuff that you uh, degrout something with. It's sort of the same kind of texture as that. No, it's not. <laughs> so there you go. Frozen Milky Ways. Frozen Frozen's Milky Ways or Three Musketeers. Awesome. But what what's better, Frozen? Charleston uh, shoes. Oh, oh my God, Scott! A Charleston shoe? Yeah, we can't even Charleston. have th- this conversation's over. <laughs> well, you've got three flavors: you have vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. So, which one are you dissing? Um, None. Dissing. I'm, I'm oh. putting them in the garbage. A Charleston shoe. Get it. Get that hell. That the, the hell out of here. They last a um, long time, and we don't. Them. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you're chewing on it for a fucking hour. Yeah, it's stuck in your teeth, ripping your fillings out. No, Charles. Oh my god. Um, and they have Mel- the uh, convenience of being different from every single other candy bar out there. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just uh, thinking back to the old days where they had the the marathon bar, which went on and on and on forever, like the braided chocolate, and the choco light bars. Remember Choco Light? They had these uh, no. little tiny air pockets in them. Um, they have some oh, sort maybe, of a yeah. version of it uh, called an Aero, A E R O, in Canada and yeah. in. Um, and it's like less Britain, calories because it's they're, an they're air still not not as good. No, no, no. Uh, it had this little crunch to it where the little bubbles were. Just the texture was slightly different okay. enough to make it interesting when you're eating. Like, I like that. That's different. Yeah, we need to. We need to definitely have. The snack conversation we do because 
God, and I, I know so... our, our old coworker Bert would, would chip in on this. Maybe, he yeah. Had delightful diversions of strange things that he liked. Yeah, see, I, I, that's why I want, I, yeah, I wish we could get a lot of listeners for that because I'd love to see a lot of people chime in. I, I honestly don't uh, think I think once we got to the subject you. of, um, what was it, Grape Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, oh yeah, Bert's out there for that shit. He likes yep. yellow starbursts and black licorice. And that's black insane. licorice, folks. I you heard it here. Black licorice. Yeah, there's still one. I think Pat likes black His licorice. I remember from the last time we've brought this up. Um, but oh. yeah, disgusting. Yellow starburst. Gross. Um, uh, I'm not arguing that. But also your take on Pringles. Pringles are delicious. Pringles and are you're like they're, they're particle board. No, they are not. particle board. They're not, they're I mean, not uh, greasy. They have a delicious. I, does taste it occur to them. you when you see an entire row of Pringles that they're all exactly the same? Do you, does yeah. it occur to you they don't grow in nature? Potatoes don't grow like that in gigantic long things so that you can slice them up all evenly. I'm sure. Obviously, they, they are handmade and they are particle board. Only they're particle potato board. They, yeah, Pat said I love black licorice, and Melanie gave the almost barfing emoji. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's and that and that's for a good reason too, because black licorice. And I I told this to Bert when he was showing me that wonderful bag of black licorice that he bought like on the black market somewhere, uh, no pun intended. Of like, um, you know, didn't that just kill somebody? <laughs> and then I remembered I'd read an article that somebody had eaten an entire bag or maybe more than a bag of black licorice and died. Yes. Died. And <laughs> See, I think Google I, it. Google it. I feel like I remember where we had this conversation because that <laughs> yes, was the case. Did. Cause, cause that's like what would be left in, in somebody's candy dish would be like grape, Jolly ranchers or yellow starburst. Cause that's the stuff nobody wanted. He's like, Oh, oh yeah. Delicious. Yeah. And, and to me, all that means is that he has a very low self opinion of himself <laughs> that he's only, he thinks he's only worthy to eat the leftovers that other people won't touch. That's interesting. You know, like there's some sort of a caste system of candy. That's a deep psychological dive that yes. maybe he needs to talk to somebody about. It's like uh, the, the caste system feel in that India. You're only you have worthy. the untouchables on the bottom and the, there's the grape uh, Jolly Ranch. Why do you feel that you're only worthy of black licorice? <laughs> yes, exactly. Pat, Pat mentioned Fritos. Fritos are good. I love Fritos. Fritos are not Frito a Frito is the only non-potato like chip that I happen to like. Yes, yeah, uh, I'm not. they did change the recipe once. I'm not a huge Doritos sales. fan. Doritos are fake chips. Uh, they're not real. D- Doritos just suck. Well, it, you can't say Doritos suck because everybody loves do, Doritos. Right? I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Doritos, but I will eat Doritos. And, and I've, I've seen you eat those, what are they, Tostitos? Yeah, Tostitos are good. No, they're not. You know what? You, you know what? Here's the, okay. you like to think they are. You like to pretend they are because you can get them inexpensively. See, the anything Tostitos, inexpensive is at least inexpensive. Tostitos uh, are I'll meant for dips. You know, but here's the deal: the point of putting goo on things that don't taste good by themselves. But here's the deal: if I eat like a Tostitos chip, I I will get the salt in it is like addicting, and then I will just eat a ton of Tostitos chips with nothing on them. So that happens. They're good. But yeah, I mean, I'm not just going to get a bag of Tostitos chips and just start snacking away on them. Yeah. We, I don't even want to hear your take on cookies or anything either, because God forbid 
I'd be like, Fig Newtons are the greatest cookie that there are, even though they're not cookies, they're Fig Newtons. Uh, I was going to say they're, they're not cookies. <laughs> it's not uh, a cookie. Are they okay? They can be okay in the right time. Are they a go-to for me? And, and they're not, and they shouldn't be for you either. No, they're yeah. what's the what's the best candy to keep at your desk uh for the purposes as stated above hmm that's a good question it might be um back in the day they used to have something called uh charms sour balls uh which were basically just um not well, they had sugar in them but the problem was that they weren't individually wrapped so you can't really have them and if you had they a damp weren't? day no I'm pretty they, sure they, they make them now. Uh, I don't think they do. Oh, uh, okay, them yeah. I think the only time I've ever seen them um, is when they were individually wrapped. Because they make them now. That's the only time I've ever seen them is individually wrapped. Yeah, and they need to be in, individually wrapped in today's culture and society. Plus, well, that's too. Um, it, yeah, Obviously. it kind of creeps me out if um, other people are like, oh, there's so many fingers in there. Yeah. Um, so uh, what's what's a good one to have at your desk that doesn't bankrupt you? I think one Hershey, that's Hershey good Kisses to, are a good one. I I, uh, I I I like Hershey Kisses. Please don't get me wrong. Um, it's just it's monotonous. It's like yeah, it's a giant hunk of milk chocolate. Okay, oops, that stupid little uh, piece of paper in there. And then, but uh, I would say that if if you want to impress somebody. You have to keep in mind two things, that uh, temperature in the office is a key, because if you have a warm environment that you're in, the AC goes off at night. And when you come back in, especially on Monday morning and the AC has been off all weekend, you come back to a puddle of chocolate with little wrappers floating around. That's interesting. Or you come back to the glob of um, the Jolly Rancher Melt. Have you ever seen one of those where it's you take one and they're all stuck together in one gigantic like candle that you used to make? That's interesting. I never, I never thought about all the melted uh, crayons. Well, this is the the candle out of melted Jolly Ranchers. (laughs) Pat mentioned Mr. Good Bars. See, I'm I'm not. I like Mr. Good Bars, but I've never had. How old are you, Pat? I don't even know if they make Mr. They they do make Mister Good Bars though. The, no, do they make full cookies size Mister Good Bars? Are they cookies only and cookies and milk? Like you, yeah. Uh, no, he said Oreo cookies and milk before we went on the tangent about cookies. Yes. Um. Actually, wait, wait. Are, pretty tasty. are you gonna? You're you're not gonna or bad chocolate. mouth. What? You're not gonna bad mouth Oreo cookies. No. Um. I will <laughs> say that Hydrox is a worthy um a competitor. What? Although they, they tend to go out of business very quickly, but they keep bringing them back. Hydrox. The, Hydrox, Hydrox makes the, Hydrox is an Oreo from before the Oreo was created. Only they focus more on the taste of the wafer than on the glop in the middle. You know, because that's all anybody wafer, ever thinks. You mean the cookie? Yeah. Well, they, they used to be thinner, uh, the cookie. Um, so in Hydrox, you're, you're getting more or less the 1930s style Oreo. Hydrox, cookie. it sounds like a, gar- it just sounds terrible. And, and I think I know what you're talking the about. The and they, they can't hold a candle to Oreos. Oreos are, have, have created the staple of the sandwich cookie. And now but they make so the, many the different cream kinds of Oreos. The cream in the middle of the Oreo it takes over sometimes. That's the point. 
Have you ever seen the most overstuffed Oreo? They're like this freaking fat. They're like they're like a cheeseburger. Know, that's, that's overkill. They're like a cheeseburger Oreo. How much icing do you like in your cake when it before it stops being cake? <laughs> I see. I never had them. I want to have them, <laughs> but I haven't had them. But there's a friend of mine who says who says Oreo thins are like delicious. I'm like, why would you want less? I've, I've seen um, I've seen those, Oreo, but. Uh, but um, which one? Um, so chocolate chip cookies, right? Yeah. Uh, they, they came out with a whole variety of flavors a few years ago. Are you specifically and, referring to Chips Ahoy? Yeah. Thank okay. you. That was the name. They also they came out with a red velvet flavor. Yeah. And uh, don't eat them because they're that yeah, good. Yeah, I don't think I was nuts about it. You'll stop eating. No, 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 no. They're, they're that good. You'll, you won't stop eating them. If really? Oh, okay. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, hmm. At some point, I'm sure you get sick of them. I, I hadn't reached it by the time I finished the bag, and I decided <laughs> not to buy more. I'm actually a big fan of, um, they have Oreos. They, I feel like they're not as good as they were when they used to make them, but they have Oreos, and they're dipped in fudge. And like that's how they sell them. They're like chocolate-covered Oreos, and they're, man, they're so good. And, and of course, those were the first candy that got the label of or cookie of being deep fried and tasting good. And their uh, deep fried Oreos are amazing. And I have never tried them. There's Do I want good. to? Part of me does. Part yeah. of me wants to try that as well as the, um, what's the long candy bar that's deep fried? Is it a Milky Way? No, I think they deep fry Snickers. Oh, well, you're right. I think it is. So they deep fry everything on down to shore and um, pickles and Twinkies. Shit, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Twinkies too. Yeah. And uh, there's a whole, yeah, I know we should start a food podcast instead. Talk about snacks and cookies. Uh, and, we get tired of it after a while. And then we start talking about the food network and how it's become just a giant game show with people spinning the wheel for pickles. And, couldn't and even whatever. tell you the last time I watched the food network. It's been a um, long time for me. So I think, all right, so here, here's the deal. All right, let's go this way then. <laughs> Sorry. Right, so you mentioned you mentioned both with you know the temperature being an issue. Oh, that's right. So I was going to well, say, if you really want to impress someone, Pat is actually on the right trail. Hershey Miniatures. They're all individually wrapped. You have a variety of like, oh, there's chocolate. There's chocolate with peanuts, if you insist. There's Mr. Good Bar. There's um, crackle. Oh, we've got to get that crackle in there. You can't just eat crackle, but boy, if you have it in there, it's always uh, the go-to, I think. There's dark, there's semi-dark, um, and there's at least two others that I'm forgetting. Semi-dark, you mean milk chocolate? No. They make one in the middle. Really? Between dark and, yeah. It's, um, mm, you'd recognize it immediately. Oh, yeah, I never liked that. Which is how most people feel about it. I just can't remember the name of it. I'm waiting so for that to type. Would you go out. would you go candy or would you go chocolate? At your desk. Well, if I was the one stealing it, I would probably go candy. I prefer to hoard the kind of things that last longer. Whereas chocolate tends to be um environmentally unfriendly. You know, it's easy to put it in your pocket and then your pocket gets a little warm and then you have, hopefully it's still intact within the little package when you remember that, did I just put that in my pocket? Oh, well, I well, I mean, if you're walking by and grabbing a piece of candy, you're not grabbing a piece and putting it in your pocket for later. You're eating it right there. 
that's where the conversation and networking comes into play. This is true. Now, if you were leaving candy out on your desk, what would you leave out? Candy or chocolate? Probably candy, just because it uh, it lasts longer. And I think you're likely to have a more wide appeal with it because of people who are very self-conscious about eating chocolate in front of others. Interesting. You know, um, I, it's, you know, uh, most of the people, not most, uh, I was going to say at least uh, the, there's an obesity crisis in the country and there are people who struggle with weight. But I don't want to say most of the people. I'm one of them. I just, uh, and it's nice not to be tempted with something or at least somebody watching you take it or eat it in front of you. That's interesting too, because that's not something you you think of that maybe somebody wouldn't feel comfortable by eating it. So yeah, you'd want to go, want to go candy because you want to keep them around. You want them to keep coming back because you're trying to, you know, network and make friends. That's interesting too. Huh? Yeah, because otherwise, almost it's it's almost like you're trapping them. You know, you, you don't want it to look too much like um, a, a honey trap or something. Like, uh, you know, you're trying to catch I don't know, bears or something. <laughs> Whatever else it is, you put out honey for to catch. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about that though? Interesting. That's something I did not think of. So it was a nice little tidbit about. Uh... It also means that if you put the other stuff out, it's more likely to disappear if you're not at your desk. Because it's the kind of uh, the chocolate. Because it's the kind of thing somebody will take, but they don't like to be seen taking it. Yeah. Speaking partly from experience. Interesting. Absolutely. I would say say dum dum lollipops are a good call then in that (gasps) regard. Very good. Or if you want a... uh, I told you, you I'd be prepared. Out, if you break out this word, this podcast is over. No, this is a Zollipop. This is a sugar-free lollipop. Okay. Everything's See, sugar-free, I, I, huh? I, well, I, I'm trying to do that. Uh, I stopped eating all the sugary stuff um, and, uh, you know, health issues, that kind of thing. I'm trying to be self-conscious and try not to eat salty snacks like I used to. I know. We're running late tonight, Pat. Have a good night. Thanks for oh. watching. Thanks, Pat. Take care, man. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I know you gotta gotta watch the sweets. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's you know something to do when you're uh, nervous or something. Remember, I used to smoke, so um, I, I don't do smoke breaks anymore, and I don't have yeah. any other way to energize myself because smoking did that back in the day. I hear you, and I don't drink. Uh, was it Red Bull? Yeah, none of that. But, shit. but I do like my coffee and I do like <clears> caffeine, <throat> even at 11 o'clock at night. You're drinking coffee now. See, I sometimes have a cup like five, six o'clock because I really just start dipping. At the end of the day, I'm like getting zonked out. Um, and then I kind of stay up a little bit for it, but uh, I don't know. It depends. Sometimes I feel like it does the trick, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know if I would be crazy enough to have a cup of coffee at 11 o'clock at night, though. Well, sometimes I stay up late because I keep uh, recording hours. And uh, because I, you know, re- still recording audiobooks, um, I'm limited as to what time of day I can record by other people living in the house. 
And so even though I've got this nice booth here, I can still hear it when people are upstairs walking around. Mm -hmm. And it's not polite to ask your family, like, can you be quiet? I'm recording. <laughs> um, so, All right. So, yeah. So I think we, we I'll, touched I'll on keep late hours sometimes just because of that. I hear you. All right. So then we I think we touched on some good stuff as far as uh, the candy talk. And yeah, again, like some nice details about it. Um, I feel like this is going to go on a while. So go ahead and uh, tell us about the podcast you were on because I watched a little bit of it and it was very cool. Everyone loved all your Beatles impressions. So yeah, <laughs> tell us tell us about the podcast you were just on. Yeah, that well, it was a YouTube channel. Um, uh, so not your typical podcast, which is audio only. I was on one of those as well, and uh, which was called Get Back to the Beatles which is done by the guy who does the Boston Breakfast with the Beatles show that airs in um, Massachusetts, Maine, and New Hampshire. So mm -hmm. very much a New England-based podcast system. And I think I was a little self-conscious on that, so I didn't talk as much or as clearly as I could have. Plus, I didn't know the kind of questions they were going to ask. And to be quite honest, I've never been interviewed before for anything except the job. And um, so I wasn't quite sure what to expect. So I think I was a little more quiet than I should have been. So on the next one I did, which was the um, Plastic EP YouTube channel uh, with a guy from Australia with the sunglasses. Yes. Who was in a punk band in Australia in 1981 called Plastic EP. Now you know why that's the name. And why he wears the glasses, which I think he did back in the day. They still put out digital albums. Evidently, he's got like 80 of them out. Oh, really? Plastic EP. Uh, so it's it's a thing. Anyway, he's a very entertaining character. And he likes to put on all these Beatle experts. He seems like, yeah, with his wigs and, and everything, uh, too. He seems a little. Well, nutty. he normally doesn't wear wigs, but he always has sunglasses on. And he's, a, you know, an authentic Australian. And I knew from watching, well, I've been watching him for a couple of years, actually, um, long before I was into the voiceover stuff or the narration. And So uh, was that a cool little deal to be yes, a fan it of was. for so long and then be on it? I oh, had that my one. God, I, you have no idea. Yeah. I, went on like, a, uh, I went on a comic book podcast. That's my favorite comic book podcast that I've been listening to for was years that and years. Scottish one? Was that the Scottish one? No. Or was that a different one? That was a different one. Oh, that's one. right. That the was... Scottish one where they were talking about... Uh, Soccer was it? No, uh, he has a comic book for soccer, but we weren't talking about any of that. Soccer. Okay, um, but yeah, it was uh, that's a Scottish podcast called The Brew Gooders. Um, that's it, yeah. And I with and I uh, I listened or I made friends with those guys and uh, I was on that one. Now, this is the uh, the comic book club live podcast. Um, they still run every Tuesday. Um, but yeah, that's one of my favorite, comic, probably my favorite comic book podcast for years cool. and years. And I actually got to be on it to promote my book, which was cool. Yeah. So that that's sort of how I feel by uh, sort of breaking onto uh, the Beatles scene onto one of their broadcasts and uh, Yeah, very cool. I had fun. It was much more enjoyable than I had any right to expect, I think. Uh because the guy was a real professional. Mm -hmm. And um he uh was courteous to us and kind and let us know about playing around a little bit and everything. The author she uh, Jude, she was bit nervous about it ahead of time and uh you know or she she seems she seems super enthused and she had nothing but amazing she is one of the nicest you. people you've ever want to meet uh jude sutherland kessler 
and she's uh, a, a real sweetheart from down in Louisiana and uh, a real Beatle John Lennon expert. You can't stump her on anything. And uh, not that I would want to try, but every time I thought I'd heard something that I bet, oh, I'll bet she doesn't know this exists or something. No, no, I'm wrong. No, she's not only knows what it is, but she's already had it transcribed or something like that. When yeah. I think I've heard a bootleg or a, a recording of them just chatting about something, because those are the kind of things I was looking for to get the voices right for the audiobook. Mm-hmm. So she does yeah. know her stuff. Yeah, she and she was. But she just doesn't like to be asked to sing. <laughs> asked to sing? Oh, you didn't watch that part. She was asked no, to I guess sing. I didn't see that. Oh, bit. really? Oh, I get no. Because he's also a fan part. of the monkeys. I did so, see us uh, talk about the monkeys a little bit. Yes, um, which I'd known going in that he was a fan. Uh, I didn't know he was going to bring it up, and that was the very first thing he did was to hold up the monkeys' greatest hits, mm-hmm. which was uh, the Arista version of the album, which came out. You, you've heard of Rhino Records, right? Yes. Uh, they they do specialty records and collectibles. Well, their first big thing was the Monkees, which they bought back in the 1980s. They bought the all of the records from the old Cold Gems record uh, label that had the, the Monkey recordings on them. And the one he held up in that podcast was one that you got from one of those Record of the Month clubs. Because it was, in fact, the first record that I ever had that wasn't the Beatles. Uh huh. So I'm that. like, oh wow, he's got that album, and I didn't know he was going to show it. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, so good. some was... of our old colleagues from back in our uh, old bit of business might remember I like the monkeys. Yeah, and brought I mean, it into the trainings. I know. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, the monkeys, the Beatles, all that stuff. <laughs> yep. Um, you weren't uh, right, there, I think, the day I had the Muppet answering the telephone. I don't think I remember that. Rubber answered the phone, you did. <laughs> I don't think I remember that. May, uh, I'll recreate it someday. Maybe uh, I do. On here. I'll recreate it someday on here so you could see what I did just to have one of the managers notice because they weren't looking to see or paying any attention to what we were doing. Is it, on, is it on YouTube? It is not. Oh, okay. It wasn't it part wasn't of a training recorded. video you did on YouTube? It wasn't recorded. No, this was live and at my desk. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, it's kind of ringing a bell, but I don't remember all the details about you it. You probably heard about it. I don't know which manager, but pictures were taken. Oh, you get, did you get in trouble for it? I did not get in trouble for it. Okay. I carefully made sure that it was on my break time. Okay. There was something you got and in trouble And I didn't for. have a live person on the other end who did not know what was going on. Ah. So I made sure that um, it was... Nothing that anybody would get in trouble for. Then you get in trouble with me. for doing a voice or something, or or doing something I you like having fun with something. Um, I don't think so with a voice. Okay. The one thing I almost did was, um, uh, as a trainer, I, I did all the trainings for everything on every level at one point, right? Yeah. So I did all the new hire trainings. I did all the product trainings. I did all the refresher trainings. I did trainings on how to use this and how to use that tool, like live meeting, things like that. And I said, uh, I could use an assistant. I could use somebody to help. Like, well, we can't hire that. Just uh, like we can't actually hire it again. You. What? What happened? 
You still there? Oh, you dropped out. Or did I drop? No, my internet's been... been okay. Crap. Yep. Melanie says... No, Melanie clock remembers the time clock, clock. the time clock. Yep. I don't think I do. I would give a demonstration on how to use the clock software to the new hires. Uh-huh. And I would add in test clocks called Tiki Talk or Clocky or the 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 clockster <laughs> the talkster or the tickster and um one of them went out to do it on the floor and he was adding one in with that name without asking the client who then got on the phone and said like i you know do you have to name it that i don't really think that's particularly funny and i just said what are you doing i didn't <laughs> tell you to do that that was a humorous example of what a client might do it wasn't an instruction to do that what do you think you're doing that's I hilarious oh okay and, oh, yeah uh, that makes sense because <laughs> you uh, think like okay immediately that person just doesn't have and immediately all i can think of is like uh, which manager going to hear about this <laughs> and who are they going to blame uh for putting that idea in his head so <laughs> that would have been me but um in any event um interesting yes what was i talking about uh um, you asked if i got in trouble for something yes so i said i needed an assistant and because I didn't have one, I thought I'd play around with our boss a little bit and make up one. So uh, I didn't have enough time to do it full blown because we went from very slow when I did have time for it to much, much busier. And I knew I wasn't going to waste any time or get in trouble for wasting somebody's time mm-hmm. doing it. But I had envisioned having an entire desk set aside with a name tag for the fake person to sit at with all of the equipment there as if a real person had been in there, including all the knickknacks and bric-a-brac and everything and have different people contribute to bringing it all in just to make our poor boss wonder what in the world was going on and me not knowing what the limits were on doing that. So at one point, what I did do was I built up a signature for this person, gave the person a name, which was, um, um, Rachel Alden. Okay. Rachel Alden was my virtual assistant virtual because she didn't. Oh exist. yeah. I remember um, this. And, um, I, I made up a signature file for her, which had a logo, a cute little, um, uh, font and a little pithy quote, which said something like, um, Uh, something like yesterday. No, tomorrow is the future. Yesterday is this, which is why today is a present, <laughs> you know, just something that you'd see on one of those little mottos that sort of made you sort of a little sick. If yeah. you saw that on real email, like, is this a professional email from somebody who works for our company? Why isn't the company logo in this, that kind of thing, which everybody was talking about on the floor at that point. So I did one. And then in the middle of a whole bunch of crisscross email messages from upper management to our level and our boss's level, Mm -hmm. in the middle of it, I sliced in before I forwarded it to that team, a partial email, which I created by copy and pasting this and that, that basically said like, um, um, Mr. McKinley, I think this was intended for you. And that was the email from Rachel. 
And then I buried that a little bit deep. And uh, but our boss noticed it and he came over and he's like, yeah, um, I noticed it. I don't think the rest of them did. And uh, it's funny. I know what you're doing, uh, but uh, never again. Something like that. That's funny. Boy, was it cute. (laughs) And I wish to heavens I had a copy of it. I had one, but I lost it when um, I had to hand my laptop in when we got um, uh, let go. And so, therefore, I I couldn't, um, I I didn't think to email it to my own personal self later, just Mm -hmm. as something I could show as like, here's what I did as a content creator. (laughs) That's funny. So now, now you know the rest of the story, and so does the world at large. And Melanie, too. Yeah. Anthony Albright, I didn't create. Major accounts created Anthony Albright or even um, national accounts. But uh, Melanie's correct about that. Can't keep up with that, with that too. I thought Anthony Albright was a real person. That name sounds familiar. It was a, uh, maybe it started with a real person, but it basically was, um, when I did trainings, I found an a list of names that were all approved at every level of the company that were used as profiles for whatever sales material was going out. That's where I know that name from. I stuck to that list like glue. And so we had half of the folks who were not professional doing trainings that were client facing with like Mickey Mouse, you know, or other copyrighted material or misspellings of names or Marvel superhero, uh, you know, like a Peter Parker works here. Ha ha ha. You know. Mm-hmm. And I thought somebody might get in trouble for that at some point. So I steered away from uh, doing the fun stuff like that. Okay. Because I, I thought, well That makes sense. E- even if I'm already goofing around doing things, at least I could do something professionally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You'd think you'd have to have some kind of fun. Well, I tried. And I tried to do it in a way that didn't get myself or other people in trouble. Yeah. For the most part, I succeeded. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> Any other candies you want to talk about? or uh... No, I, I think that we went from candy. We had our spiel about candy, but we actually made some sense of talking well, about it's, it's post-COVID, so is it still a good idea to put it out? Yes. We, we can have that as our wrap-up. I would say that, yeah, it's still good to put candy out. Obviously, it has to be wrapped, but like we talked about pre-COVID, you wouldn't leave out unwrapped candy anyway, but yeah, I think it's absolutely. Or, or uh, even cookies. No, don't leave cookies out. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, what about Girl Scout cookies? In that's, that's what I open? was going to say because I think that's what some people do would leave out like a box of Girl Scout cookies, and people would just go in and dive in and take them. Honestly, I don't know I, anybody does that. I I think most people just sell them, you know, for their kids because otherwise their kids will um, be demeaned at school or something. If you don't sell your quota of uh, candy for band or chocolate for um, whatever other thing that the the school is making you buy. Yeah, I should have been selling donuts for my kids' Little League, but uh, that didn't happen. Well, hey, uh, our old job, I I used to when they they had, um, you know, drives for this, drive for that, selling. You know, I brought the candy in and had the little jar there, like, you know, until they, they stopped all that. They're like, there's too much pressure around in the office to contribute to everything. 
Yeah. So it became uh, a black market kind of That's, under the counter thing. Hey, yeah. slip, you, slip you some cookies, man. You, you want oh, some yeah. of those like. Um, Guess what? Know. My daughter's selling wrapping paper. Like, oh, you, Jesus you want some of those Samoas? Yeah, I got some, man. Got some of those mints too. Hook you up. Um, all right. What else? Uh, what else do you want to plug? Um, well, I'm in uh, the next episode of uh, a Beatles audio drama called Beatles a day in their life or Beatles drama. I'll be in episode five that comes out within the next week. And I play John Lennon's father, Fred Lennon. Uh Uh-huh. Pretty interesting. That's that's going on. My audio book is on sale everywhere except for audible, which should be out this week. So if you use Spotify, you can buy, she loves you. The audio book. Again, a John Lennon series book and it's, 33 hours long so if the book is too long you don't want to read the book hey you can listen now something good to do on a vacation or a trip your commute a hike a walk just chip out a little bit every day i think you'll like it it's not a boring book and i like built in all the voices yeah with yeah so say with built-in impressions or or just um uh, a sense of what somebody sounds like as close as i could come to it without going over the top. And if I wasn't going to be close to it, I didn't try to do a full-on impression. Yeah. So it's it should be reminiscent, at least, of what somebody would sound like. Some voices I did better than others. But yeah, I was all... asked to voice them, in case you're curious. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, they all they pretty, sound pretty good. Like I said, she was super ecstatic about you and your, your impressions. And I do a very good Ed Sullivan. Yeah. And then they were like, give, give us George, today. give us some George. What about Ringo? What would Ringo say? That was funny. <laughs> I love Ringo. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you very much, Mike. Glad no to be on here. Problem. I'll be on a couple of other uh, audio dramas coming up, but nothing that's been announced with a date yet. And I'm still uh, working on some history projects that I'd like to do um, audio books on. So where can they go when, when those things are being dropped? Where can they go to find out when it will be dropped? Why, I have a website called McKinley Co. That's McKinleyCO.com. And I'm also you on, on uh, Facebook. That's Scott R. McKinley on Facebook or Scott R. McKinley on Instagram or Scott R. McKinley on Twitter. There you go. Perfect. You should and set up. Well, I'll have to send you a link. Um, I so I have I want some... link tree. I I want to do yes. a link tree page. That's exactly what is I was going to say. What I... you were just going to say? Yep, that is because I have a linker. It's l i n k r dot bio, and it's uh, so linker dot bio forward slash Mike Spear Junior. You can go to that, and it's all my links, all the links to where you can get my comics, pins, the Spear Studios YouTube page, all the podcast Instagram pages. But yeah, I'm on everything, Mike Spear Junior. Um, is there a link there, Mike, for the uh, issue number two of CWL? There is. <gasps> um, there's there's a link to where you can buy it from the Global Comics website. However, my that reminds me though that my linker does not have a link to my Kickstarter that is live right now. Uh, oh, to it's get live some, now, it is live now. It's been live for about ten days. Um, I'm about forty percent funded. Um, 
wow. to generate some money for some print copies of issue two because that's the most expensive part so if you go to at cwl comic on instagram um the link is in the bio in there and there's always you know other uh stories that have the link in it and stuff too um it's a patreon account or a kickstart or indiegogo which, it's a kick it's, of, a it's a kickstarter it, it's kickstarter itself yeah. very good so if it doesn't okay. fund nothing happens but so like hey i prefer it. print versions myself that's what i know i tweeted about them i'm like i'm like everybody else you know i pretend to like the digital ones like oh that's fine and it's so compact i'll never lose them but in reality everybody prefers the the actual hard copy yeah see i like digital copies too yeah i like digital copies but i i also obviously yeah nothing oh i'm sorry i was reading but my battery ran out so i couldn't finish reading the book you know (laughs) this is the about me doing that and i've got lots and lots of digital books but i still prefer the print copy yeah same with my comics so be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe to the Spear Studios YouTube channel and uh, you know, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and everywhere else you listen. Uh, you yep. can follow us. We have the Cube Nerds Facebook group. There's a Cube Nerds Facebook page. Um, there is, I think it's at Cube Nerds on Instagram and at Cube underscore nerds on Twitter. Not very active on Twitter. Instagram, I, I post in the stories. I post some funny memes and reels and stuff like that. Um, yep. Yeah. And yeah. I believe you're on TikTok, if I'm not mistaken. I'm on TikTok, too. Yeah, I have a TikTok where I pretty much just promote a lot of my, my comic stuff. Um, but, yeah, we. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Follow all my okay. stuff. Subscribe. And uh, same here. Uh, follow me or just say hi at some point. That would be great too. Uh, I keep uh, plugging and uh, uh, hopefully we'll be able to do this on a more regular basis there, Mike. <coughs> we'll, we'll try for weekly at some point once we're all geared up and there's enough time. Yeah. Well, we're on two weeks in a row now. Um, so I think, uh, you know, I think we, we can do this. Um, okay. Yeah, so I think we'll you know we'll try to keep the Cube Nerds podcast regularly, so you can head over to the Cube Nerds group on Facebook or right here on the Spear Studios YouTube channel, um, and you can watch us and listen to us. Uh, so right now we're looking at Tuesdays at about nine forty-five uh, Eastern time, nine forty-five or ten Eastern. Yep. And uh, for myself on my own website, that's McKinleyCo.com. I was going to put an events calendar. And that way people can see when I know that we'll be scheduling one or when I know that we'll be ahead of time, not be able to do it because of vacations or otherwise just occupied with trips or business things or uh, uh, my next interview call me, but otherwise uh, me too. We'll try to. Yeah. I want you in a comic show, a larger one this time. I want you with thriller. Yeah, well, you know what I've realized with reading books to my children is that I don't have any good voices. I thought I would be do a good yourself. voice actor. I'm actually a shitty voice actor, and I, my voices that I do when I'm reading books to my kids are terrible. Your own voices are fine. Your own voice is fine, I should say. Yeah, I mean, that's the one it's I one use. of the reasons I thought you'd be great at a podcast, and you are. So there you but go. But if, if I'm reading a book and there's multiple characters and I'm trying to keep up with their different voices, yeah, forget about it. Atrocious. You I even tried doing one in front of the kids. So I tried try doing it. a 
a duck Billy, voice Billy yesterday. My son even just told me, he goes, just, just do your own voice. He goes, you yeah. don't have to do that voice. Just do your own voice. Yeah. If it comes naturally to you to do a different one, then try it. But otherwise your own voice is kind and well, kids, you. kids like the sound of uh, their dad's voice. That is true too. All righty, sir. I think, uh, I think that will All do right. it for us tonight. Yeah. I mean, right now, nothing's stopping us from, from next week. Um, yeah, let's let's look to do that. And next week we'll chat about business trips. We will. I may actually be on a trip on Wednesday next week, so that if we leave on Tuesday night, I will try to let you know that ahead of time. Okay, perfect. Uh, it shouldn't. Well, I'm I'm not sure anymore, but uh, going out to visit family out in uh, Pennsylvania. Gotcha. And friends. So. All righty. Okay. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. And yep. uh, thanks yeah. for tuning in. Catch you with a new episode next week. Okay. Time All to right. wrap that uh, lollipop. Yeah, sure. There you go. <laughs>